reflecting on 2018 and welcoming in 2019. This is our New Year episode of Hanging with Apes. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Like always, there is explicit language at times. Like always, go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Visit audioapesmusic.com. That's our website where we have all our music, our videos, all that good stuff. We just finished dropping four songs for you so check them out there on itunes spotify google play all that good stuff and continue to share these podcast episodes because we just came off of our second or third best month ever Uh, second second best month ever so thank you so much for that we keep saying that but it keeps happening so that shows you that the show is growing it shows you that shows us that you guys are sharing it, talking about it, getting the word out there about hanging with apes, and we greatly appreciate it. Happy New Year, everybody! It's 2019. We've arrived in 2019. We're here. So before we jump into 2019 and some of the things that we're looking forward for the year, we want to talk about some of the things we learned in 2018. Some of the things we could do better. Some of the things we're going to keep doing the same because they worked for us. So kicking it off, how was your 2018, my friend? It was very good. Very good. Very interesting. Um, I felt this was a year where we kind of went on a roll when it comes to the podcast. That really is thanks to the people that are listening to it, sharing it. The podcast, I kind of felt like we pulled the rabbit out of the hat that last month with the music. Yes. Yeah, because, I mean... As it's been well documented on this show, this was kind of literally a rabbit out of the hat. Like we're like, oh shit, we haven't dropped music. Let's drop four tracks. <laughs> Got in the studio, recorded them. Some some we had recorded, but then some we just kind of like went in and we're like, hey, let's get this let's get this stuff done. So just out of nowhere, four songs, which feels good because the stuff that we did have stored, it's gone. We're starting anew. So anything that we drop. Will will be real, just kind of like fresh. Yeah, fresh, and not only fresh, but it's gonna be the same approach. Like, oh yeah, we dropped a song. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no more. Oh, we're working on this. We're nah. It's just it's out. So, um, we got really good reception on the music, and surprisingly, like, I mean, there's been like we've we've been able to like do like an interview on the music and stuff. We've had some emails about some people wanting to have us, you know. On magazines yeah, and like, stuff. Yeah, like independent magazines. So that's been pretty cool, pretty interesting, and I'm happy. And, again, I, I thank people for, for not only listening but but also sharing because, I mean, I feel like the numbers are steadily going up, which means that it's just being shared. And, and uh, yeah, so th- th- that was what was cool about it. And this is without even really, really, like, 
because last year we did a very good job of like going out out of our comfort zone going to like different conventions you know going out of the state just to kind of like you know network and stuff this year we were we kind of fell back with that but then at the same time we were able to kind of hone in make this better uh as far as 2019 which 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 is a lot harder <laughs> it's a lot harder to to manufacture which is like i know we, we've talked about this which is like kind of have more group talks more yeah. like I, I really want to do that but then it's like the scheduling is a little harder um we don't want to just record the the audio i think the visual is is and, we, and that's and that's i guess I think though yeah. it's important for us, and this is one thing that I've learned this year, just to do it, to just do it. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. just do it, and like all that other stuff comes, comes with it. Because like for the longest yeah. time, I felt like we weren't putting out, and we still aren't putting out a whole like a whole great deal of visual content out. And that's one thing that I do get a lot from people is like they want more visual content. Yeah. Um, but because our background in you know directing music videos and like sketch comedy and everything like that we've always kind of had the perspective and and we we look through it like through a lens of meticulousness and perfection yep but you got to realize that sometimes you just got to do it you just yeah. got to do it you got to put it out there and believe it or not you get good results from just doing it and 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 i know that because there's this one uh youtube video well not youtube video youtube channel that obviously has videos called uh entrepreneurs in cars and it's about this dude uh well it's his channel richard cooper and he uh he's like a MGTOW guy pretty mm -hmm. much and he he talks about a lot of stuff like money health like all kind of stuff <clears throat> and uh there's a lot of times where like he'll do a video like you could tell he just got out of the gym yeah. and like he'll have the little the little lavalier mic hooked up to his seatbelt, the camera set up in an, a certain angle in his car yeah. and he's talking and that's it like yeah. and it's on the go and and you look at the amount of views he gets off those videos it's like oh like you know we're worried about oh the background has to be good and the lighting and everything like that and there's nothing wrong with that but there's a time and place for everything but sometimes certain messages need to get out certain things yeah. need to get on and you just got to put it out there and so going into 2019 i would like for us to get better at that just aspect of things yeah. and then i think it's important for us to and i know this part is going to be very hard develop a little bit more of a social media presence oh man because for as much great as shit as we do we don't really encapsulate it through social media i mean yeah. and to be quite honest with you i don't think to do it like i'm enjoying the moment i don't think oh i gotta let the world see like i don't like give a fuck about like the the world seeing if i'm having a good time or not but but just in 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 the field that we're in yeah you know there's a there's a level of of importance especially especially too i think it's important for the world and what i mean by that it's important for the world not like saying oh we're so great and the world must know no what i'm what i'm saying is that if you do scroll through like a timeline on social media there is so much bullshit that's put out there oh yeah that it is kind of important 
to put shit out there that is just like worth putting out there, like people being productive, people making moves, people getting shit done. Yep. Well, you know, um, <laughs> mentioning that uh, Quake, which is which is a, a a guy who has a YouTube channel uh, called Diverse Mentality. And uh, we we follow him on. Uh, he does like videos on hip hop mostly, like like uh, like, like what are they like? I don't know. Is most considered it like a documentary or a video essay? Like what? Like it's kind of in between. Yeah, but... in between. He does a very good job. Yeah, very good job. And we've talked about him before in the in, in the show, but but um, he had a post about this girl, and I'm to be honest, I mean I don't know. I'm like trying to scroll to see if I could find it because I, I didn't know who she was. There's so many like people that are famous that I don't know why they're famous. Uh, so so that that was kind of like when when he posted this, that's kind of like I was like, well, I don't know who the hell this is. But basically, the girl had posted, um, oh, growing up, oh, here it is. So so this was uh, and this this was the actual post. On the girl, so her name is Nikki Heaton. I, I don't know if you know I, who that is. I, no. I don't. But but she posted a picture of her like like sideways. So I'm gonna show it to you. Okay. Like this. So and then she's like, when I was in high school, the term thick was foreign. I was fucked with every day for having curves. I was called fat and gross and ugly. Um, which which is weird because then I guess people posted a picture of her before mm -hmm. and 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 the picture before it's her like in the same pose <laughs> but the ass is not there <laughs> so she was she was she was uh i guess it was earlier uh in, in her life and it's, and i guess the post what would it say tis the season for bad intentions so she bought an ass an ass and fake and and i mean whatever that's fine but then like the fake childhood trauma <laughs> story because mm -hmm. obviously you lied so that means that what you're talking about is a lie and then quake quake was like what is the world coming to shake my head instagram has morphed minds into something sick and there is something sick about that like i guess that's where 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 we come from is like we don't want to display everything we do because we really don't give a fuck in general like if we post something we post it because oh this is cool like like I was proud of myself because, like, when you bought the the Elevens, yeah, uh -huh. you know, I thought, oh shit, this would be cool because it shows who we are. Like, yeah. we're, we're you know we're shoe we're, we like shoes, we're shoe aficionados. Like, this is something cool and it's funny. Yeah, but it's like it's hard because it's like we're just living in the moment, you know. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, that is their life. Like, that's they need approval, constant approval, validation. validation. Oh look, that. look, I look so good, and that's not who we are. But that doesn't give us. A cop out. We can't cop out with that. We still got to be better at that. So I think better social media presence. But why do you, why do you say the girl? Because I'm trying to understand why did why are you, they saying that she lied? Oh, like, what did she lie about? Because saying that she was all like she was she had a big booty or whatever. So like the the whole like oh. that she was messed with because she had big curves. Oh, when she clearly wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't curvy at all. So it's like. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. It's like you go the extra. Yeah, that would be like sort of a drastic body transformation. Like if she was curvy, then somehow got incredibly skinny yeah. because she didn't even have like hips in that picture. No. 
and then and then now she got like a fake like that yeah it typically doesn't work like that yeah hell no like she didn't have a bad body like before like that's that's fine it just it wasn't, wasn't curvy right that was the last thing that it was was so, curvy so come on you were not made fun of because you were curvy stop it stop with the fake story stop trying to make this because they, they try to make the sob story to yeah because the it's be it's the it's the victimhood of like you have like <laughs> like true. you you want validation through like some sort of like struggle or or uh or victimhood like oh like i i've 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 been through this and yeah and like you know look at me um you know i'm i'm better for it. all that like fucking but what's funny shit. is like you're better for it. you're standing half naked in a bikini posting that shit to the world knowing that that shit is a thirst trap like you're not like th- that's what really like kills me when it's like <laughs> spoken about like that shit is done with like so much bravery when you know that you're gonna get who knows lord knows how many guys that are gonna send you 18 kissy face emojis in a row and (laughs) come on like what is this it's ridiculous you know what it is it's ridiculous and i feel like that's one thing that this year and and i and i think that has contributed a lot to the growth of the show is that I think this year we did a very good job at delving into the philosophical side of a lot of topics. Yeah. Like we took a lot of major topics cuz I was just like looking at our uh at our catalog for the last year and some of the titles of the episodes yeah. and it was like, you know, uh uh shithole countries, XFL, are lesbians real and everything. And then as I, as I'm remembering certain things about those episodes, I'm remembering that sure there were headlines attached to the the subject matter, but there was also deep philosophical analyzation, and I yeah. think that th- people are hungry for that. Yeah. It, it's it's good to delve into those topics and and really unwrap them. Yeah, because it's like you know how you feel about something, but you can't quite put your finger on it sometimes you don't know why you feel the way you feel about it. you just know that there's something wrong about right something. wrong or or you you feel a certain type of way yeah. about something or not necessarily that it's wrong but like you don't share the same sentiments as, as as certain people like there's a lot of stuff that that you watch on the news that like everyone everyone will have a certain opinion about and then other people just don't really care we just talked about the Chris Rock and Louis C.K. That's been out since 2011. If it was such a huge deal, it would have been a huge deal then. Is this manufactured? Is this not? And then we take a topic like that, we break it down, and then people... It's, it's, it's like it almost kind of gives like a... You know, like you said, like a, a deeper look into it. So then it's like, it, is this really that serious? You know? Maybe, maybe not. But we break it down in such... In such a... We segment it for for everything that it is, uh, and and every level that that needs to be segmented. So when people listen to it, it's like okay, cool. You forget like some people, because it, it it's easy to forget. Like these people are comedians. Mm-hmm. Comedians don't necessarily have the same rules as 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 just like a normal person. Right. They so, shouldn't. Yeah. They they have hell no. So so it's like. 
when you pass by a headline, you completely like forget or don't acknowledge the fact that there's pieces to the puzzle on mm-hmm. why things are being said or why things are going on the way they are. Another another perfect example when we were talking about the Prince Harry thing. You know what I'm saying? Like we know we don't care what they do, but we also know that the world is watching what that couple does and 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 a lot of people follow suit. Mm-hmm. So so we we break down why their actions do matter to some and maybe to us they don't but 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 it's still you know important for them to kind of navigate certain things in a in a better fashion yeah so i mean that's that's one thing i did enjoy on on, on this show and then it, what i liked was that we took the headlines like you said but then there was times where we didn't have like there was just nothing going on that like that we hadn't went over so then it kind of it kind of served as a reflective episode. We were able to kind of talk a little bit more into the stuff that we're into, what we're reading, what yeah. we're watching. Get a little bit more personal with the listeners, yeah. which which is good. Like people like that. And then also there were times where we found topics that weren't necessarily headlines but it was stuff that was going on that people weren't talking about and probably should have been talking yeah. about and so that made that made a difference also and and i think that all of that you know served to the betterment of of the show for for the audience and one thing that i think is good is that we never make a claim on here to be experts what we do is just show the willingness to really delve into the topics and and analyze them yeah and not you know and and not one-sided obviously like we have you know our thoughts on it and and you know however it is that we feel either politically or philosophically or whatever the case may be but it's always through a lens of understanding and trying to see both sides of the issue and you know coming to a conclusion that that makes sense yeah yeah and 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 it just it's funny because you say that like oh you know we're not experts but then it's like you get to the mode where you're thinking about a lot of things that are happening and you're just breaking it down on your own time you know you look at certain certain like podcasters or or uh, radio personnel, and then you realize like they're kind of, they're doing the same thing, you know? Yeah, and, and it's weird because I don't know if if you encounter this in in your you know personal life, but people they start to go to you like if you're <laughs> the like if you're like some sort of encyclopedia or something on this like hey so what about this this what's going on with this is is like. Like, you know, it, it's nice, but it's just like, you know, it, I, because what, what it is, you know, it's, it's like when you're, when you're, when you're healthy or, you know, you eat good and you work out or you're just somewhat active and then people look at you and be like, oh, you're a healthy guy. Like, yeah. and it's just like, well, I, maybe I am, but I don't know anything like about keeping another person healthy. It's just that like, it's just. I do this day in and day out, you know? So it's just like something that becomes so routine. Yeah. 
that I guess to somebody that's not into it as much as you do, you become a little bit of a, to them, like an expert. Yeah. You, know, you don't see yourself that way. No, no. And, and I mean, I feel like sometimes you get asked a question that kind of challenges you and you're like, oh, well, I mean, let me look into it, you know? Yeah. Or, or the, oh, what, what do you think about this? And it's like, it's a, it's maybe something that's recent, something that happened with, a, you know, someone famous. And the way people reacted, people want to know how I feel about how people are reacting to that situation. And it's it, 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 it's it's just a weird feeling when when that happens. Or like I like to like ruffle the feathers. Like sometimes like we'll talk about a controversial topic, and it's like around like this time, you know, when you're kind of you go and you go to let's say New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve, you go to family dinner table and i'll i'll ask that question and like make people uncomfortable but like but like it'll turn from like oh everyone's eating and happy and it's not that they aren't happy anymore but it's like it's it's like everyone's yelling and saying this shit and saying their opinion and it's like some fucking some fucking like a crazy ass debate so (laughs) i like to do that shit i like to ruffle the feathers just to see like you know because not only does it test See, it's one thing when when you're in a room with people that agree with you, but then like when people disagree with you, just to see, because you also challenge yourself to look at the way they're looking at it, you know? Yeah, and you challenge yourself to de- defend your position. Yeah, like I I I uh I I had this friend where like we would do that like in initial like cr- kind of create debates like it was like a pre-planned debate but it was it was done in a way where it's just like all right you're gonna defend your position i'm defend my position or whatever the case and then like in turn it would make the other one better at like stating their claim but also defending their 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 side so to speak so it definitely is good and you know it it's you're working your those brain muscles you know and i think that's important challenge yourself what it wasn't the year of this year though and without is movies like movies Uh, fell very short this year and those i didn't go i wasn't as excited to go to the movies like i'm a spider-man fan so like venom being part of the spider-man universe i had no will to want to go watch that i i could i just but that's because it didn't look good. Yeah. And uh, as I recently found out, it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> Shit was awful. Yeah. That's... So, you know, it, that's my point is like, it's just there, there wasn't a lot of good stuff made this year. There was some good stuff, but I would say that my favorite movie of the year would probably be Mission Impossible Fallout. And, a, you know, a, a close second was Vice, the the Dick Cheney movie, yeah. the movie based on Dick Cheney, which is an acquired taste. Like that movie definitely ain't for everybody. Okay. Like I, I would recommend it to people that are into politics, that follow politics, like a little bit of history in their movies, then absolutely you'll enjoy it. But if you're not into that shit, hell no. Nah. Stylistically, is it like stylistic? Or no? No, not even close. Stylistically, it's like the big short. That's amazing. Yeah, but yeah. that's Adam McKay. Like, he directed it. Yeah. And and he has, like, a, a real good style of directing movies. Because even the, 
the comedies that he's directed, I really like how he directs them. Like uh, Step Brothers, uh, Talladega Nights, yeah. the other guys. Even his comedies, he he directs them in a in a very uh, fashionable way, if you will. Yeah, like it's, it's, it, he he does a good job at it. And so, but this one was the it took the more serious route. There was some elements of humor in it, just like there were elements of humor in the Big Short. So it was more like the big the Big Short in, in the in the realm of the Big Short. Yeah. Absolutely, okay. and and it's a Oscar bait movie. You could tell that yeah. it, it is. It's like it's it's trying to win awards. Which, if Christian Bale doesn't win Best Actor, I don't know what the world has come to. Because, yeah, my goodness, the performance on his part is otherworldly. He Damn. did actually. Now that I'm I'm break sitting down sitting here breaking it down, probably the best performance of his career. Damn. Yeah. Christian Shit. Bale. Probably the best performance of his career. I'm trying to think of one that There's there's times where he makes facial expressions that are so Dick Cheney-ish. I was like, whoa, that <laughs> is uncanny. Dick Cheney. Is it you? <laughs> Damn, so yeah, I'm definitely, and you know what's funny is, um, see, when it comes to like political dramas, some they're so biased that it's like it takes away from it. So, so like this one, I'm not gonna say that I wasn't gonna watch it because I I, I was, but but like when you told me how it was directed and how 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 good of a performance, uh, Christian Bale had. I really do want to watch it before. It and don't to... get me wrong, it is bias. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong about that. Like, but it's, it's done it's so bias, well. It's bias. It's bias. And and bias like left leaning. But yeah. this kind of is a testament to to how open minded I can be as a movie watcher. Is it is bias, and there are things that make. Dick Cheney look kind of ruthless and heartless, if you will, or whatever. But they kind of, how can I phrase this properly? The director gives Dick Cheney his fair share in a way. Like the the director, you could tell he doesn't agree with Dick Cheney. He didn't agree with the Bush administration. I thought they... They made George W. Bush look real bad in the movie. Like they, that was I think a little bit unfair. Like they made George W. look clueless, like absolutely clueless. What's going on? Yeah, more or less. Like he might as well have been saying that. Like who that? Who the hell? Like he might as well have been because they make him look very clueless. Sam Rockwell did a good job as George W. in like how he talks and everything like that. The mannerisms, but. The come on, the man wasn't that clueless. Like maybe he wasn't. And, and the thing about George W. Bush is, and and I think Ben Shapiro said it said it good. Like George W. Bush, maybe you didn't like a lot of decisions he made and whatnot, but he was a good man. Like he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't like a bad dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and 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 give the man his credit because like he was president. Probably at maybe the worst time in American history, like after nine eleven and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. 
So, and he had a lot to deal with. Uh, he had to deal with shit no president ever had to deal with. So, yeah. so give give the man give the man his credit. They definitely didn't do that with with George W. Bush. They didn't give him a fair shake. Yeah. Dick Cheney though they did, and there's a there's a monologue at the end of the movie where it was like, okay, like while the movie was biased, you look back and it's just like. Well, depending on how you you view the world and like how realistic you view the world, the director gives Dick Cheney a fair shake in saying that, yeah, like maybe you don't like this guy, but it's kind of necessary for people like this to exist, yeah. and and then then it, you know, it, it makes sense if you will. So, but I would definitely recommend it if you're into politics. Under go into an understanding that it is it is biased. But it's also a well-made movie, and you know the the political um, uh, fan service is there. Like you 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 get like a glimpse of like an early Anton Scalia. You a see badass. you see you know like how Dick Cheney entered politics, why he entered politics, yeah. how he kind of moved up, the relationship between him and Donald Rumsfeld. So for people into politics. It does give a lot of like fan service, like oh yeah. shit, okay, I you know, and then and then like you is like like you know the person I was with when we went, it was just like I got to like explain certain things, yeah, yeah, and then I was you know I was like yeah, yeah. Anton Scalia when he died, that guy emptied the seat for like the person who Trump put in yeah, there, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So in terms of politics it does give a lot to people that are into it yeah yeah and that's the thing that the movie does good nice you know what i'm saying so it's it's uh it was good it was good i i would yeah. say all in all i would give it a uh, four stars okay so and and uh mission and, and impossible would you get four or five? five 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 i would give mission impossible vice i would give four stars and what holds vice back was one I do dock it a little bit for being biased. I dock it. Yeah. But also there were some moments in the movie direction wise that I feel didn't work. Like there was like this oh. brief little uh uh dialogue between Dick Cheney and his wife where the director does like some Shakespearean stuff. Yeah. I don't think it worked really. The person I was with, the way they explained it was like, well, because they were both intellectuals, this is kind of like them having sex in a way. So she w she made it make sense. Like as I guess, I guess I could see where you're coming from, but I don't think it translated well. Maybe that was his thought process, the director. Yeah. But I don't think it translated well. So there were like little things that I think the the direction wise, it didn't necessarily translate well. But it wasn't a lot, so but it because of those things, it was hard to give it a five star rating. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you see that a lot with with. Well, I guess I guess you. It really depends on the person, because because sometimes directors don't even intentionally do things too. You know, it just happens to be. Like was, like what do you mean? Like 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 the whole Shakespearean thing. Like that seems like maybe that was manufactured. Oh, absolutely. There's something. no way that they he didn't mean for that to happen. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, uh <laughs> there's there's like people who they'll break down movies to to like every little part 
And it's like, that's not even, the director was probably not even thinking about that. And sure enough, I've seen interviews for like different movies. Like recently I saw one for Get Out where Jordan Peele was like answering questions from Reddit. Yeah. Like fan theories and shit like that. Yeah, I saw that. And, and you know, sometimes he'll be like, yeah, no, no, I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't, that wasn't even in my mind. And there's certain stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's more, but that stuff is more subtle. This is like in your face. Yeah. You know, yeah, the subtleties, it, 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 it it can be nuanced, but, but no, this, this is definitely not a case of that. Well, what I will say is while we're on the subject, two things, one, this definitely was the year of, of bad fucking movie critics, like politicized everything. Not only that, but like also oversold the shit. Like, okay, I know this is the year that Infinity War came out and uh, Black Panther. They're all right. They were yeah. all right. Yeah, they, that was They're a, a disservice. That was really a disservice on on a, not just movie critics on on a lot of people's part yeah. to make Black Panther out to be like this fucking monumental great movie. It, it was okay. It was a it was a decent yeah. movie. I enjoy I enjoyed it, but see, you know why I enjoyed it? I enjoyed it because I didn't fucking let people sell me this dream. See, and and I made the mistake of fucking buying that dream, yeah. and I didn't. I mean, I enjoyed it for about as much as it was worth, but I was very like let down. Yeah, dude, they, people were comparing it to The Dark Knight. I was they're very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, and that's. That's like, ugh, come on, that shit. Honestly, like, if you really want to break it down, it could. It, it, Black Panther to me might not make the top ten. Might not for comic book movies. No, yeah, I could easily see it not making top ten. But th- this shit is blasphemous to some people. What we're saying right now. But yeah, like, I could see it not making the top ten. Yeah, like I could almost. I could. Yeah, very easily. I, I think it, it could. It could be skipped from a top ten conversation. I would, take, I would take any any of the Batman trilogy over that. Yeah. I would take X-Men First Class. I would take X-Men Days of Future Past over that. That's I five. would take the second Deadpool over that. Six. I, uh, I would take Civil War over that. I would take uh, Infinity War over that. I would take Winter Soldier over that. I would take The Incredible Hulk over that. That's the one with said. Edward Norton. Like, yeah, like there's a lot that I would take over Black Panther. Yeah. So it's like, you know. They're, they're making these top ten lists, and that's just not going to age well because it was, it's a good movie, but we got to stop, and then that, and that's where where I feel like you don't get extra points because something new happened, like Car- uh, Captain Marvel, right? Oh, she's going to save the. I'm, they're going to oversell the shit out of that movie. I can yeah. already tell, and it's like, let the movie be what it's going to be, like, and that's and that's I, I'm telling you, I enjoy the fuck out of Black Panther, but that's because I was like, I let it be what it was going to be. And, and and I'm with you on that. I don't give movies points because of like di- diversity, and yeah. I don't. You don't get points for me for that. Like, yeah, I want a good movie. I don't care if the fucking the whole cast is fucking Ku Klux Klan or <laughs> or the whole cast is Black Panthers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Is it a good piece of art? And do I enjoy it? Right. Yeah, and that's. Like, like in, um, and I know this didn't come out in 2018, but like Spider-Man Homecoming, that had a lot of diver- diversity. Most of it didn't bother me. Some of it, I was like, yeah, it could, could have been done better. 
But it's like you're seeing that with Marvel. It's like they're really trying hard. At least with Homecoming, though, the diversity wasn't shoved down your throat. No. Like with Black Panther, it was no. shoved down your throat. Yeah. Like, eat it! Eat it! <laughs> like, you know, like oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But but what's crazy, what's crazy about it is like when I was talking about movie critics and like being so, uh, things being so politicized, like the crazy ass fucking rating that they gave Sicario, like how how low oh they rated Sicario 2. And then when you go and... Because it was... Granted, Sicario 2 is not a perfect movie. And I would never, like, sit here and, and try to defend it as a perfect movie. Cinematic. I would, never, I would never sit here and try to defend it as even being better than Sicario 1. I think it's close, yeah. but Sicario 1 is still better. But the things, the heinous shit that people were saying about that movie... Just because of what the movie was about is like, oh, how could a movie like this come out at a time, where, you know, with their, all the, the, you know, the family separation at the border and the border wall rhetoric and everything like that? Really? Like, so you're, you can't enjoy the movie because it, it's about a topic that you're not comfortable with? Like, what has the world come to? You know what I'm saying? And I haven't really read a lot of reviews on Vice, but I know it did, it's not a certified fresh. If I'm not mistaken, the last time I looked at it, it's like at a 68. And that does that's like a huge disservice to the movie. Yeah. And I would venture out to say that the reason that Vice is not a certified fresh, whereas the Big Short is a certified fresh, because like I illustrated earlier, from a technical aspect, they're almost identical. Yeah. I would venture and say it was because a lot of critics probably feel like Anna McKay humanizes Dick Cheney and they don't they don't want somebody like that humanized. That would be the equivalent if like right now DiCaprio like decides to play Donald Trump and like puts on all the weight and like like looks like Donald Trump and like the movie is like Godfather level good and like the supporting cast is fucking Brad Brad Pitt and fucking uh uh Brad Pitt is Mike Pence. Uh right, Brad Pitt as Mike Pence or like whatever, however you work it out and, <laughs> and 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 uh and and Christopher Nolan directs the movie and like everything is uh. is 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 great and fucking Matthew McConaughey is Paul Ryan and like like all that shit, like it's just like like writ, the the shit is written with, out of it and Chuck it, Schumer. It, it's like it's like a great ass movie. Yeah. But because it's about Trump and maybe it like somewhat humanizes him, they would down they they're not gonna like rate rate it good like because they don't because it's about something that they don't like yeah. and that's not how you critique movies. Not only that, but, but like in, in making a movie, you have to get lost in the character. Absolutely. Therefore, humanizing this character. And 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 like really delving deep. Look at Breaking Bad. And 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 understanding and understanding where the person was coming from with the decisions they made because that is one thing that they that they do with Dick Cheney in the movie. Despite like whether like one disagrees or agrees with his political views, they do show him to be a very loving family man, like a very loving husband, and like have like a real intellectual bond with his wife. And like a, a loving father, and like to protect his children, and like I don't want to give too much away, but you you see that in the movie. Yeah. And then even at the end, they show a decision that the family makes that kind of goes against one of their family members. 
but I can't say too much. Well, I mean, it, it's public knowledge that he has a gay daughter. Yes. So one of the things that like that that uh, that has uh, that the movie illustrates is that his gay daughter has kind of hindered his political career from advancing because they always knew that his primary opponents would use that against him yeah. because it's like, all right, well, you're talking about like, you're not gay marriage. You're not for gay marriage, but you have a gay daughter. So like, how does one navigate that? Yeah. So yeah. he's always kind of held back. And even the movie shows how George W had his back on that. Like, okay, well, that's off the table you know like motherfuckers ain't gonna like broach you about your gay daughter you know what i'm saying and he said that like my daughter's off the table like that's not like we're not talking about that we're not, we're not discussing that yeah you know what i'm saying but then at the end they show how like when his daughter his other daughter runs for office she takes the anti-gay marriage stance yeah. and then i guess it, it causes like a riff Between in the family, in the family. But okay. she does it, like, because the daddy gives her the green light to do it. And I guess, like, it shows that. So it shows how even though his whole life he he was, he he defended his daughter, now like, he made a decision or, or is, is uh, advising his daughter to make a decision against the other daughter in a way. Yeah. But, like, the way that I had analyzed the situation... And and I think that this kind of ties into, and that's why I wanted to like talk about that, because this ties into a, a lot of of people, you know, things in society and, and how selfish a person can be. In the movie, I don't know if this happened in real life, but in the yeah. movie, they show that daughter being like very sad and distraught about about that, like how her daughter, her her sister, was willing to get on TV and say that marriage should be between a man and a woman. Yeah. But at what point? At what point do you understand that, like, your family has sacrificed so much? Like, your father pretty much didn't become president or never tried to become president or, or gave it a real try to become president because of you to, like, protect you so you wouldn't get all that shit, like, while you're, you were growing up. Yeah. Now that you're a grown-ass woman, you have a wife or whatever... Oh, now it's like so bad that like they're saying that like they think marriage or your sister is saying that marriage should be between a man and a woman. At what point do you sacrifice for your family and say, okay, I understand why you guys are saying this. This yeah. is politics. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what I think. And, and that kind of goes back to like when we talked about the beatification of males and like Prince Harry going pheasant hunting and all that shit. Is that at what point... Is there a middle ground? Like, okay, like yeah. it, rather than you be upset about that, why not give your family a call and be like, all right, listen, I know why you guys had to do this. I understand. Daddy, thank you for your whole life holding back your political career to defend me and not have me in the spotlight. Now I understand why my sister has to take a different route. Like, there's no understanding. Well, yeah, because, I mean, okay, so it's hard because I've had these conversations before. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, um, when it comes to, to, to people being gay, it's hard cause you're not, you don't think the same as, as the same sex. So, and, and by, by, by that, as I mean, like, obviously if you're a woman that likes another woman, it's hard for you or a man that, that likes another man. It's hard for you because like, obviously from a young age, you realize, oh, well, this isn't normal. So why do I feel this way? 
and then you hold back and, and you don't you don't really live a normal life for a very long time especially like in our generation like because you knew that it wasn't accepted so that's hard and that's very understood and what dick cheney i guess in, th in, in this situation did is like understood like this is hard obviously you don't want the spotlight on you obviously you want to live your life you've already had your trials and tribulations i don't want you to your, your trials and tribulations to be out in the public you right. know because it's not fair for me it's not fair i love my daughter but at the same time it's like everyone just like you're you're deciding to live your life as as a lesbian woman you also have to understand that your siblings don't have to live by your rules either exactly you have to understand that they're going to have their views and, and i don't think because you have different views that means you love the sibling any less exactly. it's just it's just and then and then especially when you come from a political family mm -hmm. like where does your understanding come in it's just like this it's it's like let's say you're a, a devout catholic yeah. And and sure, like you endured all the, the the controversies of the Catholic religion and everything like that, and like you have a, a brother or sister that's like running for office, and they're like anti like all that all that like Catholic stuff, yeah. and so let's say like when you were younger because you were such a devout Catholic or shit maybe even a priest, and then they were like oh well, we can't I'm not gonna talk about uh uh. uh the Catholic church scandal because like my brother's a priest and like that's not fair to him. They're going to be questioning him and all that stuff. So I don't talk about it. But it's always held your political family back. Like it's always held them back. Right. Now it's like at a time where maybe like that was your dad running for politics. But now like your brother and sister's running for politics and they know that this is what uh, that uh, what has always held the, the family back in politics. So now they got to take a different route. Yeah. And then they're like, Yes, and they come out and say, yes, I think what the Catholic Church has done is scandalous, it's wrong, this, this, and that. And it's the truth. Right, But and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, At what point do you be like, yeah, you know what, Like, even though I still believe this, I believe in my faith and everything like that, I understand like why they're doing what they're doing. And, and I think that has to be more of a thing in day-to-day -day life. Yeah. And I think people will stop being so hateful towards one another and and so oh you're a republican oh you're a democrat and understand that there are reasons why people believe what they believe yeah and not everybody's going to look at things the same way that you do and not everybody is going to go the same route that you go yeah yeah and you just have to understand that that's just a <laughs> Just like you have the right to live your life, that other person has a right to live theirs and have their thoughts just like you do. It's not the end of the world. So, I mean, that's that's basically what I feel is his wrong with <laughs> with Hollywood when it comes to this shit. So I'm, I'm definitely going to check out uh, Vice because you really renewed interest. Because when I saw... The trailer, I mean, it looked good and everything, but it, I was like, uh, you know, I'm going to fall back and, and, you know, maybe check it out later. But I really wish the two guys that I watch, uh, actually, I had to see if, if Peter Travers reviewed it. But uh, the two guys that I watch on YouTube, Jeremy Jans and Chris Stuckman, I really wish they had did reviews on it, but they didn't. Oh, they didn't? They didn't. Oh, wow. 
actually vice served as a very good opportunity for us to do a review on it had you seen it but again uh-huh. these are the things that we got to do better with in 2019 but culture um, corner baby yeah but uh it was it was a good movie and i am and i i, I want to take some time to read some reviews of the movie yeah. to see what people saying cuz i can almost guarantee what people didn't like about it was was that that it, it probably they probably felt like it humanized dick cheney cuz Honestly, from a technical aspect, I didn't see anything wrong with it. The dialogue is very rich and and well done. The acting is out of this world. The editing is good. The historical context is good. The only thing that I can think that 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 uh, a critic would would uh, give it a, a a down rating is is because they didn't like that it, it somewhat justified Cheney's actions or humanized them because so many of the critics are like so left leaning. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. But, real quick, though. As bad as movies were in 2018, music was amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And and uh, now watching what the Grammys chose to nominate, because we did a video. You know what else, before yeah, you finish yeah. your thought, what else got nominated also was Fall Out Boy. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah, they got a nomination too for best like rock album or something. Oh wow! For Mania, I didn't know that. yeah. So like a lot of good music got its its uh, fair shake this year. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, what do you call it? Um, damn. So that I mean, you know that uh, Kidsy Ghost got nominated for best rock song. I I guess. Oh yeah, the I feel free. Yeah, so. And and honestly, like, look at this, for music video, um, you know, I I've kind of fell back on watching music video. I don't know. I guess maybe I just listened to the song, but some of the, these music videos I saw, like like the best music videos, Ape Shit, uh, Janelle Monae, Pink. I didn't see that one. I'm not racist. Jordan Lucas. I saw that one. This is America. Donald Glover. I saw that one. And then Mumbo Jumbo by Tara White. I didn't see that one. But the ones that I did see were very good videos. Yeah, I think this is America though. It's probably gonna take that one. Yeah, I'd imagine. For for um, let me see. This is for just like a regular album. It was uh, the Black Panther album, Invasion of Privacy, Dirty Computer, uh, Her. I don't know that one. And then Beer Bong and Bentleys. And you you could tell that's kind of sales driven, because those were probably amongst the highest selling. I'm I'm actually surprised. <laughs> And this is given the track record of the Grammys is that Scorpion wasn't on there for how popular that, that album was. Um, uh, oh, oh, no, I spoke too soon. Scorpion. <laughs> I literally scrolled to the right. So Scorpion, and by the way, I forgive you. I don't know which one that one is. And then Golden Hour. Scorpion did get nominated. Which, but for what category? For, for best album. Mm-hmm. So ridiculous. But then this is where where I was like, Really? Um, for rap album, it was it's Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle, Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B, Swimming by Mac Miller, Astro World by Travis Scott, and then Daytona Pusha T. Which, when we did ours, and 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 this is what what I was talking about, we did like a video for fun, and I mean if 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 if, if somehow we 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 uh get I, it out there. I, I, I doubt that video will ever come to light, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we'll talk about it here. But like we had 
where we did like the best rap albums of the year, and then somehow, some way, Victory Lap fell in there, uh, Astro World fell, fell in there, Daytona fell in there, Swimming. I didn't listen to Swimming. I listened to like a track or two, so I can't say that if it's good or not. And then Invasion of Privacy, although it didn't make our final list, was on some people's lists. So it really did uh, uh kind of renew. Or not even renew my, my interest because it's not that I was interested in how they did it, but I guess made me understand how sometimes albums could be skipped over, yeah, or or it, it won't make the list. Like surprisingly, we didn't have the Eminem album, uh, for album of the year. You know right. what I mean? Like we didn't. It just didn't make it. It was such a good year of of just for hip hop in general. This is not just talking about because I music in general was good, but. But just hip-hop in general, it was such a good year where, like, you could skip an Eminem album and it still, you know, be a good list of, of albums, you know? Yeah. Whereas whereas music has been so bad lately that, we're like, shit, even Eminem has bad albums, you yeah. know? So I can't wait to see, and I hope, and I'm going to say right here, right now, that, I, that for best hip-hop album, I do really wish Daytona wins. Um... But at least they gave them a fair shake in the sense that, like, that's not a typical album they would even look at that's to win best rap album. Or even, like, the Nipsey Hussle one, which was actually pretty good. I listened to that one. I just didn't feel it had, like, and maybe this is biased because, like, the sound isn't my, my, my type. Has that, like, YG Cali sound. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. I felt it was very West Coast yeah. sounding. But to some people that that's that's cool and uh, that that's a sound that they like. To me, that's you know not my cup of tea. So whereas it, the production on Daytona was like it's flawless. crazy because I can actually see Pusha taking that that Grammy. I can see it. Yeah, because I mean, just how perfect it was. You know when something is so perfect that it has to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it it would be. I'd be almost if he didn't win that. I'd be almost as disappointed as the, the time when Fifty didn't win yeah. for best new artist. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, in the rock category, that uh, that's where uh, Fallout Boy is, right? Uh, for well, you know album. what? That, I was looking for it because I'm scrolling, but it doesn't show unless. Oh, here it is. Rap. Let's see. So, so for rock album, it's um, Pacific Daydream by Weezer. Rainer Fog by Alice in Chains, Mania, Fallout Boy. Yes, sir. Uh, prequel by Ghost and From the Fires, Greta Van Fleet. Man, I've been off my rock game because, like, the only two bands I know, actually three, Alice in Chains, Weezer, and, and Fallout Boy. I've never heard of Ghost or Greta Van Fleet. It's nice to see, like, me being such a big Fallout Boy fan, them get their uh, their credit in that category. Because they've had albums before that I thought should have been nominated. So it's nice to see Mania on there. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're very... I feel they're underrated when it comes to their writing. Oh, yeah. They're, everything. Their instrumentation. Everything. I think they're underrated overall. But, but uh, see, with the instrumentation, I could see certain people not liking them. In the sense that, like... Like like those like real like like rock buffs 
because because their instrumentation is not as uh like for example if you compare a Fall Out Boy album of the past to now, mm-hmm. they've kind of become a little bit more pop, which I don't necessarily feel that it is bad, but also I'm a lot more open minded than than a lot of people. Like it's like for 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 people, put it this way. They kind of do what Kanye West does with sound sometimes. Like they'll push it forward. Yeah. But in pushing it forward, not everyone's gonna like that. You know, like not everyone's gonna like a motherfucker like auto tuning his voice and yeah, doing yeah, all these yeah. things. And then Fallout Boy with with rock, it's like they've added some like like you won't hear like uh, <laughs> let me see uh, just a typical. I'm trying to think of a rock band, but. I can't think one on the top of the head. There's so many. Um, you won't see like a big shot feature, or or or. Uh, right, I see what you're saying. Even even the 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 way that they they but but of, that's you, but like you said, that's part of of making shit like pushing shit forward. Like yeah. it's just like, I'm sure there's plenty of of rock bands that would have never had a, a lead singer and an MC like Linkin Park, but like how great was Lincoln, Lincoln Park, Park. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? No. So like that's kind of like a it's like you could somebody can make that claim but it's a hard argument to defend when yeah. like so much good music is being made. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it, it kind of goes back to the oh, I want old Kanye West. Right. Exactly. I mean, well then that means you're not appreciating the new shit that's coming out cuz so it's just as good. Before we wrap up the episode, any any resolutions for the new year other than like for the show, like just personal stuff. Um, Man, <laughs> I gotta eat better. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> it's hard, man, because it's like you really like to eat good. You have to like it's meal prep, like we were talking about before the show. It's just meal prepping. So I, I do really want to eat better. And um, I would say I'm active, but I, have, I haven't I have worked out as much as I would like. So I would like to get back to, you know, because I remember we used to ball out every fucking week. Yeah, got to get back to that. It may, that's one of my things. Get more active. Do a little bit better with saving money. I didn't do horrible because, like, this was a year of many expenses. That, too. I'm going to add that. I, I, I want to save better. I had a lot of expenses this year, but... And I did okay saving, but I, I want to do a little bit better. I'm going to I'm gonna try to curb the, the, the sneaker head in me this year. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to not buy any sneakers. I will, but <laughs> just that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to tone it down and I'd like, I can visualize another property soon. So I, you know, Giddy. absolutely. So I, I think, I think, you know, that's going to be good. And then there's other stuff, but you know, that's just like the stuff at the top of my, my mind right now. Oh yeah. Well, that is our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. Happy 2019. Thank you guys for a great 2018. We'll be back next week. Remember, we're on Spotify. So if you listen to Spotify, you know people that listen to Spotify, you could share us on Spotify. We're also on SoundCloud, Apple, Google. 
Check out our music at uh, audioapesmusic.com. We're out. Peace. Peace.